Today's topic is meant for a mature audience. This podcast may contain content such as strong language, adult themes, or discussions not suitable for younger ears. Trigger words are also mentioned, so please listen with caution. Join our incredible moms who have mastered the art of balancing motherhood in today's episode of We Time Convo. My name is Debbie. This is Liza. Moms sharing inspiring stories, practical tips, and a few hilarious anecdotes. And it all begins now. Thank you for tuning in to We Time Convo. First of all, are we going to talk about how we lost two hours of recording footage yesterday? Yes. That was sad. It was a first time, but it, we obviously want to make this a positive experience. <laughs> so it essentially, yeah, two hours of recording kind of gone. So we spent an hour eating baby food yes some of it was nasty (laughs) yes (laughs) which we'll need to obviously repeat yeah so were the meats nasty because oh yes that that that, yes giving that to my kid yeah yes and we'll just get better and better yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're boomers here so (laughs) we're learning so Anyways, today is a special recording day. I had asked Irene if I could bring mimosas because I feel like this topic of conversation requires a little bit of intoxication on my part. (laughs) I have to say the mimosas was a great addition. I had a somewhat of a rough morning, so the drink definitely is helping. So today's topic of conversation is dating in your 40s. And we have a very special guest here today. Um, She is a friend of mine. She is a single mom. She is my unofficial, unlicensed dating coach. And <laughs> we all an, need one of yeah, those. Yeah, and she's an educator as well. So Don Marie is here. Yay. Hi, Don Marie. Yeah. Welcome. Thank, Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Tell us a little bit more about yourself before we get into this. Um, a little bit more about myself. I grew up in the North Bay and I've been living down here in the South Bay for quite some time now. I have a middle schooler in seventh grade and I am just like everybody else, mom, sister, and friend, and just trying to figure out my roadmap for the rest of my life of what things are going to be happening and going on. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Um, I thought it would be great for all three of us to be here because we all have different dating experiences, right? I am new to dating. Dom Marie is a little more, a little more of an experienced dater. (laughs) And Debbie is a newlywed and found her forever boo. Yes. Yes. So different stages. Yeah. And are you over 40, Liza? I'm 42. Oh my God. She's so, uh, if you see Liza, you would never guess that she's anywhere (laughs) clear, like near anywhere near 40. So (laughs) I didn't realize that. So if it's okay, I would like to start with my kind of dating adventure here before I drink too many mimosas and start rambling on and (laughs) saying things I don't want anyone to hear. I actually have my notes here because I wanted to make sure that I get everything down. I know, I see the notes. I was like, damn. Okay, so, you know, over a year ago, me and my partner of 18 years, we decided to separate. Transitioning from being in a pretty much domestic partnership for 17 years to all of a sudden being a single mom was a big transition, you know. Of course, I gave myself time to process the breakup, to heal, make sure there was stability in the house for the kids um, before even thinking about dating. So at the time, 
um, the custody agreement was that David would have the kids Saturday night, overnight, and then most of Sunday. So that gave me weekends free, free, right? Pretty much. And a lot of that time, I spent a lot of that time in my pajamas, watching Netflix, doing crossword puzzles, like doing jigsaw puzzles. Like I loved it. I loved the free time. One of my favorite things to do was sit in bed in an oversized t-shirt and my underwear with a beer in one hand and a rotisserie chicken leg on the <laughs> other hand, watching Love is Blind, right? It was great. But I mean, after many, many months of doing this every weekend, right? And, and of course, I went out with my friends. Occasionally, right? Yeah, family, friends. Me and Don Marie had a wild night in downtown San Jose once, yes. but I'll save that story for later. <laughs> but after like many months of doing this every weekend, it gets boring, right? Mm. It gets tiring. In our 40s, a lot of our friends and family at our age, they are, they have their own families. They have their own lives. They're not always going to want to go out with you every weekend, right? So then I thought, I don't know, I guess I should put myself out there. You know, mm-hmm. what's out there? Let's, let's. Yeah, when meet. you say put yourself out there, yeah. are you talking about like just letting everybody know that you're ready to date or like different avenues? Obviously, some people uh, start going out you know, whether it's restaurants or nightclubs or things of that sort or like online. So this is the thing. The last time I dated was 20, over 20 years ago in my 20s. I mean, I'm sorry if I'm putting everyone's age out there. We're all around the same age. In our 20s, the thing to do back then, we met people in the wild. There mm-hmm. was no online dating back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing to do back then was like go to the club or to the bars with your homegirls, right? Yes. And then everyone pretty much in the bars or clubs are all around their 20s. Yeah. So most likely they're not married. Mm-hmm. Most likely they're all single. And if somebody catches your eye, somebody wants to buy you a drink, they'll ask for your number or your pager number. I don't know how old you guys are. Like exactly, <laughs> right? And that was it. Or you always knew somebody that wanted to set you up with somebody that was single. Like sure. they just knew more yeah. single people. Yes. Right? Yeah. So now jumping ahead to my 40s, your odds are slim. Like almost everyone around this age is either in a relationship, is either married or isn't a long, you know, has kids. Yep. And the thing nowadays that's mo- that, that's popular is online dating, right? So I guess the good thing about online dating is that you can do this at the comfort of your own home. You don't have to get dressed up. You can, you know, start a profile. You can look at these pictures. You can swipe left. Yeah. I think too, I've had other friends, they took it like a very full-time job almost where they would stage very much if they would do a video um like facetime the guy first like whatever their rules and protocols were they would stage and have a little production <laughs> oh, and no. get to do the video and i'm like oh okay that's another thing because some people are like hey if you start talking to somebody different people have different protocols now like a lot of guys are like well i want to talk to you first or I want to see you first and FaceTime before we even meet up. And that's a little bit like shocking, too. It's like, oh, we're not meeting up. You want to see me through my phone? And that they can be anywhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard of this, too, and I've experienced it because I took a while to actually start dating as well. Yeah. And so I've heard. So when you do your profile online, um, you obviously want to put pictures and obviously the more flattering the picture is that's kind of where you're geared to well what one of the things that i've gotten feedback on is 
No filter. The type of, yes, the type of photos that you put on, a lot of people will do filters. Or All the guys complain that women do filters. I'm like, well, who's taking a picture of themselves <laughs> with the deer and the, you know, yeah. and, the and they well, apparently. Well, some just like cosmetic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's like just Kim not, Kardashian stuff. Yes. Well, yeah. why lie at this point? Like, because I'll research a guy if we connect. I'm trying to look him up on LinkedIn everywhere. Yeah. I'm IG, following clues. Yep. On oh girl, I deep dive research. I pay to do a background check. Like I'm just saying. Oh really? Yeah, I've done a background check. I, have you done that, Don Marie? I've really researched the crap, and somehow I can find out information online. Luckily, no one's lied. I haven't done a full yeah. background check. But girl, you're so hardcore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's but, hardcore. But we're all parents, right? The thing about dating in your 40s is like you have kids so yeah. whoever you bring into like your life or yes. eventually in your kid's life like you don't know this person and like, I don't need them lying yeah. about their finances or anything yeah. else like yes. I don't want to bring trash in and this yes. is a very trusting environment to be online dating you have to have you're giving a little bit of trust because yeah. you really don't have someone vetting this person normally yeah. you don't have anything else going on yeah. except what is out there on the internet about yeah them. well the feedback i got was depending on the photos you can kind of tell like what type of girl you're you're, you're gonna the, get. get you're gonna get so like i was like oh really and um one feedback that i got was if she's only posting like her face then you know that she's probably um have not own. yes and you know you want the girls that have post the whole like you know their whole body yeah, um, I've experimented with that, too, to see just what would come my way. Mm-hmm. So I've done either just headshots or me standing next to somebody. And as soon as you post in like a tight dress and you full body, it's you get more matches. way more matches. Yes. Yes. That. It's a psychology. It makes sense. It's like guys posing with dogs or animals or other people's or kids. Kid, yeah. Other people's <laughs> kids. If they don't have their own children. Yeah. I'm surprised how many people put how many guys put pictures of their kids out there, too. There yes. should be some rules like. I don't know if you and David ever talked. I've never said anything with my ex, but it's I, I would not. People, ne- I would never do that. That's, yeah, that's a no, no. That would be a no, no for me. Put a sticker. Yeah. So anyways, back to my story is and we're talking about pictures. First of all, you got to find recent pictures. I yes. don't take pictures of myself. Actually, one of the pictures that I put on one of my very first dating profile was a picture that I pulled from when I was pregnant with Violet. No, I cropped my belly because everybody's I like, got a kink out there. But I, was, I was glowing. I was like, okay, this is a recent picture. I'm just gonna crop my stomach out. I'm gonna put picture. it on there. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and, okay, and not even the pictures. Like these stupid prompts that you have to answer. Like, yeah. what is it like dating me? Like, yes. it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're like. You gotta. You want to say something Yeah, you have smart. to sell it and yeah. smart. But then you ha- want to kind of stand yeah. out, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then you come to find out like some of the guys they don't even read. They just swipe uh one direction to see if the woman's going to like them back. So like say on Bumble when you swipe left, they swipe left on everybody yeah. and you're just waiting for the woman to respond first. Yes. So they don't even read or really care. I've been out on a date and that the guy was walking me back to my car and I happened not to bring up my daughter during the date just cuz I wanted to get to know them. And he saw my car at the time, like, oh, you have a car seat? I'm like, yeah, I said in my profile, I have a kid and kind of had a picture, but without really, oh, I'm like, you really didn't look at all yeah, about that. I don't. Okay. So, you, yeah, you got to be mindful that that's why they're all image focused. Even what you write doesn't always connect with somebody. So I'll tell you in my 40s when I 
my brief moment of dating, I did do Bumble online. And at first it was overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, for somebody at my age, it was overwhelming. Oh, yeah. With, with just what you needed to do, uh, the response that you were getting. And then it was a lot of work. <laughs> it was a, it was like work. And at some point I was like, I don't want to do this. And like I yeah. stopped. I like the online thing just wasn't for me. I just didn't feel um, that I wanted to. Uh, and I did actually meet somebody and it was fine, but there was really no connection for me. And what ended up happening was me telling him that, you know, should I just ghost him or should I just tell him? Cause he wanted another date and either I was ghosting don't respond or should I just be up front and say, Hey, it was great meeting you, but I just didn't feel a connection. And I decided to be, oh, you know what? I've heard those stories about the ghosting thing. Let me be mature. Let me just let him know. You wouldn't want that to happen to you. Correct. So I just, I was really upfront. I said, hey, I had a really good time, but, you know, I just didn't feel that there was a connection. So, um, you know, good luck to you. And if, you know, you want to be friends, more than happy to to go out and hang out. And his response was basically to, like, block me. <laughs> Yeah, which was fine. You but you dodge the bullet because you want to be with someone that's immature like that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for me, the online didn't really work for me. I personally like the going out. Well, not necessarily the going out, but it was my preference just to meet somebody going out. And I think that's the hard part because the online dating makes the pool so much bigger and so much vast. You don't get to meet somebody and flirt with them on a daily basis. Like, let's say you met them at the gym or at work where you get to have that fun, like banter and interaction mm -hmm. and get to like have a slow burn that turns into something yeah. more. And with online dating, I think there's so much pressure that there has to be a connection right away and it has to like spark and get going and everything else. And then you trying to be like, yeah, I tried you out. This didn't work and be upfront and honest. That's an art form, too, because no one teaches us how to. <laughs> Turn someone else down like that's yep. never discussed in movies. It's like everybody gets together if they like each other. There's no yeah. issues whatsoever. And no one tells us how to do it respectfully or and just you have boundaries or whatever they are and what you do and don't like and everything. So, yeah, yeah it's a little bit harder to. Yeah. So. So. Curve. So, so Liza, how long did you do the online dating before you actually met somebody? So going back to my story. Um, but yeah, you know. Online dating, like you said, Dom Marie, there's pros and cons. One of the pro pros of it is you're on a platform where you know everyone's looking for somebody, whether it be a hookup or a long-term relationship, short-term relationship, or even just a friend. So I said, what the heck? I open I, I think one of the ones that I did was um hinge. Um I opened up a profile on hinge and I did the whole picture thing, my pregnancy picture, whatever. And I went into it, no expectations. I'm like, you know, I don't even know if I'm gonna get matches. I'm just gonna put it out there. Mm -hmm. um, and I did, you know, have, I, at one point was chatting with few different guys or men all at once. And the chatting was great. I was like, wow, like this chatting stuff is fun until until one of them goes, hey, let's meet up. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, like I start to get anxiety. Like, oh, wow, you wanna meet up? Like. This is a whole new thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you have no idea how many times I pause and unpause my profile. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I've done it maybe like 10 times. Like, no, I'm not ready for this. I'm, I'm ready for this. 
So, I mean, I, I probably did that for a few weeks, but I actually did end up going on um, several dates with one person and a really, really great guy. But during that time while we were dating, I realized since I went into dating blindly, I just had no expectations, just going to go with the flow kind of person. I realized while dating this guy, you know, I have boundaries. Mm-hmm. There are things that I do want in my dating life and there are things that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I have non-negotiables and, you know, and I wasn't looking for anything serious. Of course, I wasn't looking to bring someone into my life. Um, I wanted to keep that separate, but you realize like you do have wants and you do have needs. So at that time I realized I'm not ready to put myself out there yet. I think I need to work on myself more. I was very insecure when I started dating this guy and I put myself back into therapy, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I, I've been in and out of therapy for, for many, many years. And I just want to put out there that I, my therapist, um, shout out to Erica, she's on better help. We're not we're not sponsored by by BetterHelp at all, but um, I love my therapist. Um, the thing about BetterHelp is that you can choose from so many different therapists. If there's a therapist that you don't vibe with, um, you can Check see many one. different profiles, and it's so affordable. And with me being such a, a busy mom and trying to find the time to you know go out and physically go to a therapy appointment, I do my appointments during my lunchtime at work. Mm-hmm. And it's just about finding the right person. And, and I absolutely love my therapist. And she walked me through my in- insecurities and just a lot of my anxieties, my traumas, and my fears surrounding dating. So, and then she did recommend like, hey, you know, I know that you were date- exclusively dating one person after your relationship. Why don't you try multi-dating? Mm-hmm. You know, put yourself out there, see what you want. Practice putting your boundaries out there. Practice being bold with these men, telling them, hey, I want this. I want that. See if they pick up what you put down. Mm-hmm. And I said, OK, like, I'll try it. I opened up my account again. I went on. I think I did. I did Bumble. I did Hinge. Um, I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to put myself out there. And there was one point in time where I set up four different dates on one weekend. With four wow. different guys. And, and this is where Don Marie comes into play. I remember before one of these dates, I don't even know how I did that, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to go all in. Breakfast, right? lunch, dinner. Yeah. Breakfast, <laughs> lunch, dinner, get fr- some free food or whatever. And I remember just my anxiety started coming back around dating. And I remember I, I remember texting Don Marie one day yeah. before a date. And I said, girl, like, how does this even work nowadays? Am I supposed to pay for dinner? Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to let him pick up the tab? What if I don't even like this guy? What if it's awkward? What if he doesn't show up? What do I do? Right away, Don Marie calls me back and she's like, take a breath. She's like, you know, if you want to go half, what they call it, going Dutch. Yeah. If you want to go half and, you know, and pay to make it seem like, like you don't owe them anything, by all means do it. She's like, but let yourself be treated every yeah. once in a while. Yep. Allow the guy to pay. Wait till he reaches out. If he reaches out, that's fine. I, you know, make yourself look pretty, get all dolled up and and just have fun. And if you don't like this guy, if you feel no connection, at least you're trying a new activity with somebody. Mm-hmm. You're trying a new restaurant that you've never tried before. She's like, just don't put too much thought into it. Yeah, because I think that's the hard part with the online dating. It does make everybody think they're going to get everything that they want right then and there. And it's not that slow burn that I was talking about before of where you progress with somebody to get to know them and everything. And you do deserve to be treated nice and kind. And you're not, 
you don't know until you get there what that person's going to make how make they're going to make you feel and everything. So why not? You need a break from your everyday norm of being a caretaker to everybody else. Because also you do a great job at work, but you're taking care of all our needy teacher needs um, <laughs> yeah. and answering our, our questions and stuff. So why not have someone treat you nice? I think it doesn't always have to be um, the sex, like male, masculine and female, fem- feminine energy, but it is biologically a lot of guys need to show their masculine energy. Well, how are they going to show that they're taking care of you if you're not letting them do anything for you? Right. right. And so there's that. It's not to be greedy, like, oh, yeah, I want all my meals and everything that you take uh, paid for. But they need to put out effort of some kind. I think we've gotten into a society where we don't. We are very strong, independent women, but we don't know how to let the guy be a guy sometimes because we're like, okay, you take care of everything for everybody. And so they need to do something because what else are they there for? Yeah. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing then. Right. And everything. But, yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of the anxiety just stemmed from me being with the same person for 18 years. And that's a lot of unlearning. Yeah. Those yeah I'm used to somebody's personality for 18 years. We just he knew me inside and out. I knew what he liked sexually. Like I just knew. And for me to put myself out there to meet somebody that could be different. It's really scary. Mm-hmm. 18 years is a long time. It's half my life, almost half my life. Right. Yeah. But thank you for your advice, because I did take her advice and I I did meet some very interesting people. <laughs> um, you know, I did work on putting my boundaries out there and got a lot of practice and even getting used to just letting people down like 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 you, Debbie, like, sorry, this didn't work out <laughs> because that's also one of <laughs> That was also one of like my biggest Debbie's fears. Just like, <laughs> yeah. One of my biggest fears was just like hurting people's feelings. You know? Yeah. That, I mean, I was just like, I think, well, I heard a lot of like a lot of people ghosting and I, I wouldn't want that to happen to me. So, and here's the thing, we're dating at an older age. Wrong so end. you would think that everybody <laughs> no. would be able to handle like that type of like. No, they all act the same. Yeah. It no, I've had either guys write a really, 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 really long paragraph in text about how great and wonderful I am, but they just don't want to be with me. And I'm like, OK. <laughs> and <laughs> just or, or I've said noted or just been short to it. I'm like, I'm not mad. I just get it. Like, yeah. Okay. Let, let's move on. And um, everybody needs to take ownership too. like, hey, it wasn't a connection or I'm not going to give you what you want. You have to own yes. that, too. It's one thing if they were really gross and misbehaved during mm-hmm. like the first couple of dates you're like then i think it's all right to ghost because they don't even deserve They're, that there's psycho yeah. you, you, you see the red flags right like so don marie can, can you <laughs> out of like the experience of dating yeah like is there one that just actually sticks out to you where you're like oh my god this was just like such a horrible experience oh yeah i have a i could do an <laughs> hbo series for sure on all the you would have to turn oh, this. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, you have some NC-17 stuff that would be going on right now. Um, one guy, as he was kissing me goodbye, he whispered in my ear that he wanted to rape me. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, everybody pulled back, not seeing that as a thing at all and was still, like, trying to, yeah, text <laughs> and stuff. I was like, oh, okay. You, 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 what? I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. One guy, we were seeing each other for a little bit and we started making out. And then he's like, I really want to spit in your mouth. And I was like, uh, what are you? Talking? Oh, was that the dentist? Yes. He was the dentist. Oh, if that makes my sense. God. Yeah. And, and all 
I can think of, there's a football movie, maybe your husbands might know, it's called The Program, where the two linebackers do that. And that's all I can think about as someone hawking a looging. And I'm like, oh. I don't, th- I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> See, and this is why Don Marie is like my work. I, thought, I, did too. <laughs> I love hearing her stories. Yeah, I had one friend and she went out with a guy and she's like, same thing, he wasn't, uh, or he wasn't responding back to her texts and stuff. And she's like, hey, just checking in and see how it's going. He's like, hey, yeah, I gotta check myself into rehab. This isn't, I, I'm, I'm just too far gone with some stuff. And she's like, you're checking yourself into rehab? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh my God. God yeah. I'm like, well, you just dodged something there. So yeah, I have a lot of fun, entertaining stories over the years of things. Yeah, and some guys got really mad that you shut them down. Like very mad about that. Now, do you ever like one of the concerns, obviously, is because obviously, you know, we have, you know, obviously our dating life, but we also have our personal life. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel like cautious because, again, safety reasons, because in this day and age, you know, people can obviously find information on you. And were you open to like, for example, meeting somebody at your house or them picking you up? Or was it more like a mutual place? Because me, for example, I would always like feel comfortable meeting them somewhere and then letting someone know that this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I've done that. Definitely. Um, Depending on the vibe of when you're talking to them and what conversations have transpired and what information they're really um, backing up and it's legitimate. So if they said something and I I can kind of research it online, Mm -hmm. then I'm like, okay, you're giving me um, accurate information. I feel comfortable. It's been like I let them possibly meet me at, at my house. One guy really wanted to show off the car that he had and really wanted to pick me up. And I was like, okay, but my daughter wasn't home or with me. So that part, I felt a little bit, com- and it was like on a Sunday afternoon. It wasn't at night. Mm-hmm. So you have to plan those things out and see where it feels right and everything. Um, definitely I've met people now, coffee shops, like almost everywhere to try. It's also uh, trying to figure out to go somewhere where I won't run into students is another thing. <laughs> That's, kind of That's like, yeah, that would be a big thing. Yeah, I've definitely imagine. ran into students as servers or bartenders where I didn't, wasn't even thinking. Oh, wow there would be students. I was like, oh, okay. And then like, how do I explain who this person, person is? is? Yeah. yeah. Um, that, but yeah, everybody I think needs to take stock for safety always, like whatever you're comfortable with, put those out there. And most, if they're a good person, they'll respect them. Like, they're like, yeah, okay. That makes sense to meet you at a coffee house and not meet at your house or whatever. Um, so yeah, always safety first. I have like at least 10 friends or relatives that have my location right now. Okay. So they they know where you're yeah, at. And I have one cousin that's just like, girl, like, are you at Popeye's right now? Can you pick me <laughs> up a two piece? And I'm like, seriously, this is for safety reasons. I'm not running your freaking errands. Yeah. So, but yeah, I have somebody follow your location. Oh, always meet at a public place at first. Yeah. Well, and not going, like not inviting them into your house and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think if they're a really good person, they're going to understand and not want to push those boundaries of. And if they're trying to, that's a little bit much, though. I'm very surprised to hear like some people to each their own, like inviting somebody over and hooking up with them right away. Yep. And everything's like, oh, that's a complete stranger. That's a lot of trust to have someone come over to your house and everything. Yeah. No, no yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. That totally makes sense. I think for me my big thing was always just to to meet them out and not actually do a committed dinner. Yeah. 
So like you said, meeting him at a coffee shop, I even had one because I mean, it's been a while since I was actually, you know, on back on the dating scene. And I actually had um, my boss, uh, like I told him like, oh, I'm starting to date. And he's like, "Okay." And he was just like, hey, do you need me to call you just in case? Like, you know, you need to get out of it. And I was like, yeah, you know, so like he knew when I was actually going on the date and then 30 minutes into it, he knew to call me and that that would give me like, hey, I got to go. So um, it was just that that kind of thing. Yeah. Because I think for me, I just didn't want to spend time with somebody that I wasn't really connected to. And I and I think you can pretty much know once you meet somebody in the first 30 minutes, like maybe in the first 15 minutes, whether or not you're going to yeah. like vibe. Right. Yeah. I met out with one guy and his voice was super high pitched and he texts very well. <laughs> he sounded like a Kardashian. I was like, oh. in no way, shape and form do I ever want to lay my head next to you. Yeah. So I know I'm not going to be going out with you again. Yeah. Um, and it's just a vibe and a feel, right? Yes. With all of that. And that being even safe is I've not, um, if I didn't feel like the date went well, we, I ended it, but I would drive to a guy's friend's house. I'm like, hey, I'll bring over your beer or whatever you want. I just want to hang out your house for an hour just to make sure no, no one's, one's following, following you yeah. oh that's a great idea yeah so not going back to your own house is another thing like i would go over to friends houses and just like that's hey. a great idea that i didn't even think about but yeah because yeah. that way no one can hopefully circle back like we everybody can find out something if you pay for it information yeah. on somebody but most of these guys i feel like they're just happy that a like we were talking about earlier sometimes they just want to vent and have someone be their therapist and they just tell you things like oh god you're just verbal diarrhea you're just (laughs) giving it and giving it you're not asking us questions so you don't really want to date you just want a yes person maybe in your corner but i don't want to lie and perpetuate that i want to be your yes person forever so i don't know like uh, as we were on this online dating thing i there was a commonality that i saw in regards to men that were post like that and their profiles online so i don't know if you guys kind of saw that too but i saw kind of a man who was essentially like had a dog picture it was like super like athletic or like outdoorsy yeah and um you know they if they did have kids they would obviously post the picture of their kids to make them kind of more family friendly they got a blueprint and yeah. they just, and, and so start. it was like picture with dog picture of me doing something like outdoorsy and then a picture of me doing something with my my kids yeah. or kids and i saw that as a kind of a a, a general profile for a lot of men um i'll it, see i fell for that. <laughs> but it really that's really he really was legit so yeah i think there's blueprints that people have put out for dating profiles of what to do to get and attract and that's definitely it like picturing with a baby and a dog and <laughs> all that stuff and then um definitely guys they're the computer i think that algorithms we can't dispute like especially because i've been on bumble but there's an algorithm that they'll produce x they'll show you certain images of guys at first and then whatever you're swiping on they pick up on that and then they start yep feeding you more of that or i could i could guess if i paused it and went back on the first three guys like the first two would um say no to me but the third one would like me and it was just a game after a while i figure out the algorithm and you can manipulate it a little bit to see because i told my friends like look 
swipe twice and then the third one will like me he's like oh shit yeah that's right <laughs> I'm like yeah you can go off and on off and on as much as you want and i have to say though that looks are important um it 100 it, it, it I, I mean anybody who tells you that looks aren't important on this online dating that's a bunch of b well no it's you you're, yes you're not can, how far can we take this? You're not going to get wet down there. Yeah. <laughs> for women, it's yeah. in between the ears. And yeah. I say, like, if I'm not connecting with you between the ears and everywhere, like, you want to have, I would assume everyone's have a healthy sex life. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not attracted to that person, yeah, it's not going to. I mean, with online dating, it's you see their face. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. You're swiping on what they look like, obviously. So the other thing on the online dating thing for me was these guys always wanted some girl that was also like athletic and, and rugged. And mm-hmm. and I'm like, that is so not me. Yeah. <laughs> that is so not me. And I like swiped away because I'm like, you know what? I can either play into that and like pretend I am or I could just kind of be me and like move forward to something. But my overall experience on the online dating thing was exhausting. I did not like it. Yeah, it goes through periods. Of, I've been doing it, so it does definitely go through periods. Yeah. Like, I'm just drained. Yeah. I don't want to. So, I mean, with me, I'm going to fin- finish off my story. Okay. Because it's been a wild ride. But I did the multi-dating thing. I met some interesting people. I put myself out there. And you're right, Debbie. I realized I'm not equipped to multi-date. That's, <laughs> it's emotionally exhausting. Um, having to shave my legs and my armpits every weekend was not doing it for me. Having to repeat my life. Yeah, that's the part. You know, (laughs) my dating life, my family, my, my history, it it gets, it gets tiring. And and if you can multi-date, go for it. But for me personally, I realized my dating style is that I like to focus on one person, put all my time and energy into dating one person and see where it goes from there. And if I don't, like the person, go on to the next or take more time to myself. So personally, where I am at in my life right now with dating is that I am my I'm not on the apps. I've paused the apps. I am working on myself right now. I'm I continue to go to therapy and I am exclusively dating somebody who's great. He you know, we're trying to figure things out. We're trying to slowly get to know each other and he's trying to respect my boundaries and and, and I'm happy. So, yeah, that's where I'm at in my life right now. And maybe we should do a follow up in six months. <laughs> I might still be with this guy. I might be engaged with someone else. I might be single. So we'll do follow up. So yes. that's a good point. I'm going to pass the mic on to you, Don. Oh, OK, so we can listen to kind of like your dating history oh, and geez. how it all started with you. Um, It started with me when my husband or my ex and I separated. Uh, I took a year of just crying and mourning that relationship and trying to get through all that. Um, and then somebody, one of our past school psychologists, he's like, you can know, you can go on a dating app. I was like, what? Cause I just have guy friends and I'm surrounded by a bunch of men at work, but everybody's married. And my family is like, Oh, you meet somebody at work. I'm like, no, I'm not. They're either my students' parents and I don't want to do that. Or they're my colleagues and I don't want to do that. Um, and that's how I met my ex-husband. We were both teachers and things and so going on the dating apps at first I'm like yeah it's exciting to have someone like you and you like them and that text exchange I wish I had someone go like texting isn't a relationship don't throw all your eggs in one basket and find out your boundaries ahead of time 
um, because it was like a lot of attention all at once. And I didn't know how to really foster and process and put things into categories. Then over the years, definitely got my heart broken about like, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to go out. He's been texting me. Then I got ghosted. And it was like, I you actually planned a date and a time for us to meet. And then you just stopped texting me completely what, you know. Um, so I've gone through waves of that. Definitely have gone on waves of meeting high achieving professionals and being very excited about, wow, you have your stuff together. And then like, oh, you have your stuff together on paper. You're not together, you know, in your mind. You're still really connected to your ex in a way that's negative and not like, hey, she's the mother of my children. Love and adore her at that time. But now this is different. I want to grow. So I feel like there's a lot of men still out there and even women, but that have not processed their past relationship to really figure out what they want for their future. They want a, a casual girlfriend and something to care for. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty of how to build a relationship, they're not there to prepare for that. I'm like, well, either that's me also attracting and being okay with that, or am I not putting out enough boundaries? So it does make you now, I think I'm going on like eight years, make you be introspective of what you do want, like in the bedroom, outside, everything, like meeting a ton of... So I'm in the area too with the algorithm. It'll pick up, um, there might be an influx of guys and I'm like, oh, they're liking you. Well, they're here in San Jose for a conference because I'm not too far, like I'm not 20 miles from the airport. I'm like 10 or whatever. So there might be an influx of guys that like you, but they're only here for a moment. So they want like a girlfriend while they're in town. Yep. And you're just like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be when I was meeting people. Like I thought there's a lot of guys that just come in town and want or pilots don't date a pilot. <laughs> you don't want to get free flights? Um, I don't think that, you don't want to catch feelings. Yeah, I don't want to catch feelings for somebody. It's not having feelings everywhere that they land. <laughs> like um, also guys who haven't had kids at our age or been married, like that's a different breed and section. Yep. Like that yep. needs their own that category. Is, that is very true. Um, and they might be for very valid reasons, but it's still like you don't know what this grind is of like they think they understand, but you you don't know. Or guys who had their wives cheat on them. Dating them is very big blow to their ego. And they're still like, I think they need their own therapy group to go yeah. to. Um, and then Guys in the tech world who uh, right now, like everybody's getting fired and like, oh, I want to date, but I, I don't have my life together. So they don't like don't date then just take a pause and get your stuff together because I don't want to be taking care of you. I'm done doing yep. anything like that at this yep. stage. Like I don't have a hope. I need to see proof from here on out. Like, what are you doing with your life? How are you advancing, moving on? Or they are very wealthy and very well off and they still don't have the same philosophy or ideals about you that line up with me about dating and everything. So trying to find my niche, I guess, still. But it's been an interesting psychology experiment. I think I've pulled in a lot of friends to ask questions and everything. And um, yeah, it, in your experience, um, you know, there's obviously the interesting ones and yeah. the ones that are figuring <laughs> it out. Um, have you ever um, met somebody and you're like, you know what? we're not going to work out in this uh, partnership of, you know, being together, but you're pretty cool as a friend. Yeah. And 
like you actually created a relationship or and and now have a, a new friend. Yes. Have you had that? Yeah, experience? I've had a couple guys where it didn't um they're like I've never been friends with a woman before and I'm like well you are now like so let's just be, you know, honest and stuff. And sometimes it's a little hard conversation. So uh oh, who is it? Kind of like the Will and Grace, but the guy isn't gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have developed really good friendships where they've asked questions later on about stuff and everything. I didn't think that would quite happen, mm-hmm. but uh, definitely have had that um, occur. And it just that took a lot of communication and skill level, too, of like, yeah, I don't think we're it might have been just for minute reasons that were very important to them. Some like. Oh, you're very religious. I'm not that religion, but you're fun to hang out with. I think you're trying to find somebody in your religion. Have at it. Go ahead. Or somebody who we have a great time together, but they're very much trying to figure out how to be a parent and a co-parent and be divorced and have their kid. They don't. There's a rare breed of men. And luckily, looks like you found out some that can parent and co-parent and still have a spur relationship i just haven't met that many of a man yet to so, so how long i just out of curiosity if you've been dating now uh since 2015 2015 <laughs> yeah she's an expert yeah, yeah. A- no i mean it, and I, like you said you go into lulls right yeah oh sure and you you kind of take a break and you kind of focus on you and you know in some cases you're like one of the things so i i will tell you i was in a relationship for quite a bit over 10 years um, with my daughter's father okay. and um, what ended up happening is we broke up and we finally like really broke up like because we would go back and forth but we finally broke up and I was like I was a good almost three years of just being single and on my own not yeah. wanting to date I was tired I want I worked on myself mm-hmm. and I don't I, I, I don't even think I planned to work on myself I just wanted to like rest yeah because being in a long-term relationship was exhausting because I think towards the end you're doing everything you can to make it work knowing that it's probably not going to work but you want to do like the best that you can and it's hard to let go right and I'd have to say that he probably took the 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 furthest step of like you know what he moved to Southern Cal so we just like out of sight out of mind so that absolutely helps so I took three years of like not wanting to be in a relationship, just focusing on, on my daughter and on myself. Yeah. And then I did start dating. Um, I finally said, okay, well, I can start dating and I, I think I'm ready. Um, but being in my 40s, I think I was pretty clear of what I wanted and what I didn't want. Yeah. Right. And I and don't that's know if very important. I think, yes. I yeah, think in their 40s, important. like for me, yeah. I was just like, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. And you just kind of go with it. And you like you said, you you just kind of do your thing. Um, yeah. We're in that age now where <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. Like, we, <laughs> right? like hurry up, get going. We, we in our 20s, we have time for it. We have time to date and or, figure things out. Yeah, Everybody's developing yeah. their adulthood yeah. skill sets and everything mm-hmm. and i've definitely like you said i think i took some time too where i just hung out with guy friends and we went out all the time because they didn't have somebody else but i was helping them like figure it out figure it out or we would talk about it but it was just nice to go out and not have any strings attached and it that's just what nice i think i like, missed 
is yeah. go the going fun. out. Just have fun. Yeah, going out and just relaxing and not having to focus on like being on the, the hunt. Yes. Yeah. So that or was hunted. fun for me. Um, I was pretty clear of what I wanted, which I didn't want. I actually didn't want a really so I don't That's what my other friends everyone was like, I, I, I don't say you don't want I, a relationship I don't, it comes at you. I don't think, That's what I said too. I didn't even yeah. want a relationship. I was just like go out, date, have fun. That's it. I mean, like I had, you know, my own stuff together. I, I was pretty stable. Um, I, I was good. I, and I learned to be self-sufficient. Yeah. That's the other thing I think in like, as you grow, you learn to be self-sufficient. You realize, cause when you're younger, you kind of had this vision of like, in order to be happy, you have to be with somebody. That's what we very much, I was just talking to Eliza, we get sold the Disney story where someone's going to come save us. Someone's <laughs> going to do everything. No one shows you what the grind is of having someone else in your life every day. And then if you have the kids in the mix, you're taking on their emotions and feelings. And no one teaches us how to be in a relationship. Yes. There's no coaching on that. Even though you might have parents that you say are together forever, no one really talks of like, hey, you know, they're going to be a jerk to you at some point because they haven't processed their childhood trauma or they're not what figuring their stuff out or they're farting all the time and <laughs> driving you nuts or you're both going to have lack of sleep when you have kids and you're going to be on edge. Like it's not rainbows and butterflies 24 seven. So for me, the the whole dating thing was very clear to me of just going out, having fun and just, That's you great. know, um, and then going back to kind of my normal, regular life. Right. And then doing this as just something, a form of entertainment. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. just to take a break from my normal life. So dating to me was very like casual. It wasn't meant to find my my partner. Forever person. Yeah. yeah, it was not. Um, and unfortunately, and or fortunately, it ended up being kind of that way because I was probably on the dating scene um, in October and I You're engaged by December? Yes. <laughs> Were you? No, so I <laughs> oh, no. So I was like, I I was literally, I went in October and I met my husband at the end of November, December. Oh my God. And he proposed in March. Oh, wow. And so, I mean, so, I mean, like, and when we met, it wasn't, like I said, it was very casual. Like I met him. It was like literally. That's why I think the mindset of not forcing it, like this is going to be my forever person on the first date. You're just like, whatever. It it was like, let's have fun. And he was, you know, like, yes, let's have fun. And he like, uh, for me, it was like, okay, we like, we're just having fun. And, and I think at some point it was like, it, you know, I, I had everything stable in my life. And so it came to a point where like, are you dating somebody? I'm like, I don't have no intention of dating anybody else. I mean, I'm just seeing you. I go, but, you know, we can like definitely just keep it this way. Um, but if you want something more permanent, we need to like, you really need to think about it because something more permanent is going to affect not just me and you, but my rest of my life. Yeah. Right. So like, I want somebody committed. I don't want somebody like if you really you want, want me. Exclu- yeah. yeah. If you want me exclusively, we, we need to be committed, but we don't need that exclusiveness. We could just, you know, hang out. And he made the decision that, Hey, I don't want us to just hang out. I want to be exclusive. And so, yeah, he doesn't he want another made. man to have you. And that's, yeah. Yeah, and I was fine either way. 
um, because I wasn't really like I was exhausted with dating to begin with. <laughs> so it wasn't Before like I was. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was already like I wasn't even trying to date other people, but he just did not like the idea of the possibility that we could. Yeah. So he became committed and I said, OK, well, if you're committed, then let's let's do this. Hence the, you know, we got engaged pretty quickly, like five months into it. And obviously now we're married and um, th- that's another story. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, it, I I found at 40, I kind of was more casual about dating and I was pretty clear about what I wanted and what I didn't want. I think now I'm not after us having kids, right? You have a different perspective. Like you're not trying to find somebody to have a child with. I'm assuming that you're not going to be having any more kids. So there is some societal pressure. There is some family pressure that's thrown off of you. And now there's not the stigma of like, oh, she's a lonely single mother that can't afford to do anything. We have all rights to own property, to have Mm -hmm. fabulous careers, to earn money. So the whole point of having somebody in our lives isn't to function in our normal day to day. It is to have a partnership or romance and love. Like we don't need a man anymore. Like before my some of my mom's friends, they're like, I couldn't buy a house or have an apartment if I didn't have a male co-signer. And I'm like, well, we're not part of that generation. Yeah, yeah. So us. Wow. Yeah. Right. And to have someone say that to you, I'm like, what do you what? My brothers are. I love them, but I think they're idiots and morons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just using them or like that would be the only reason you're able to buy a house or do anything. And I'm like, yeah. Are, so financially, you might be set and in, in a groove with your kids and everything. What is someone truly bringing into your life now? Yes. Like, and you don't want to be the financial caretaker, the emotional caretaker and mm-hmm. everything. You want fun, I'm assuming, partnership yeah. and give and take. Well, in, in the regards Whatever to you financial. Guys define, yeah. In regards to financial. So when I was dating my husband, he when we were dating, I paid for nothing. Yeah, I purposely paid for nothing. Not that because I couldn't, but because I was like, you know what? Same thing. You need to be treated. Uh, you, you, exactly. You need to be treated. And he, he was needed to court you. Well, and here's the thing. Um, after we got married, he's like, I go, when we were dating, what kind of stood out to you? He goes, you didn't pay for shit. And, <laughs> and then he's like, at first I was like, why are you paying for anything? And I go, I didn't want to pay for anything. He goes, yeah, part of me kind of was like, is she a gold digger? Right? No, no, it was, it was very yeah, true. Benjamin. And I was like, you know what? I go, he goes, but it couldn't be because like you worked and everything like that. So I didn't, and I didn't get that sense from you that you were. It was the fact that you just weren't paying for anything. I go, you know what? I'm in like at this age, if you can't afford to date me, you should not date me. Yeah. And that's how I I felt. Yeah. And I'm sure you weren't asking to go to Michelin star (laughs) restaurants every night or anything like that. And that's where I'm like, hey, I've had guys not plan out really the date. Like, they're, oh, I want to see you want to hang out. Like, where would you want to go? And they're like, give me three ideas. And I was like, this is more work. Like, I have to tell you. And I'm taking into consideration like, oh, what might they like or that? And so I've given guys like three recommendations. Like, oh, I want to go this place. I'm like, okay, did you look at the menu before we're going there? Like. No. And we get there and they're like, oh, this place is well, it's expensive. I gave you a wide variety of <laughs> options. You didn't do the research. research. I gave you outs. Yes. And one of them's like, OK, I'm paying. I'm like, yeah, you're paying for this. Like, <laughs> I gave you options to go plan something. You did not. So now that means a lot when someone plans something out. I'm like, OK, 
you can ask if I'm allergic to something. You can ask all these other questions, but don't assume that I'm going to be laying out the roadmap and doing all the heavy lifting for you. But I think that's the beauty of dating later is that you don't like really, you don't give a crap. No, no, no. Like you don't give a crap. You're like, you know what? I'm at this age. I've done the whole thing. I'm going to want, I know what I want and I know what I don't want. And I don't, I'm not going to apologize for it. So like That's very in the true. dating scene, you're not going to apologize for it. And this is what, how Debbie, you're going to be. I need to get on your level. I'm just <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> too nice. like, I'm sitting here thinking like, shit, like I need to be like Debbie. Well, because you want to be happy, yeah. right? Like that's the whole point. You want to be happy. You want to be, you want it to be fun. You don't want, I mean like. Because this, you're from the mindset still, or very much we've been trained to be like, don't push anybody. Don't for don't. You're we're still establishing boundaries and sounds like Debbie Debbie had really good mindset about it. And a lot of us were like, oh, I just want you to like me mm-hmm. and I'm going to be quiet about stuff and not ask or beg or whatever. Yeah. And just assume that, OK, if you're talking to me, that's great. You're giving me all your attention. But there's more to it. There is a psychology behind dating. I mean, granted, that's why they write so many songs and have yep. so many plays about it. And it is so hard to figure out because you're still articulating your emotions. No one teaches us how to do that either, really to articulate what you want and to not give a damn if somebody else isn't going to meet you at that level. If they're not going to meet you at that level, you don't want them in your life. I feel like I talked very really fast. Unofficial, <laughs> I'm going to take my own advice. Unofficial, unlicensed dating coach. Yeah. Here. Cause it's, go. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to go out. Yes. And like I said, it's fun. Someone might have showed you a new place. Like I didn't know about this one restaurant. I was like, great. You've been here a number of times. Like that's a good experience. We had a good conversation. It might be in business connection too at some point, yeah. but not everybody is going to be somebody you want to lay your head next to or confide in or something like that. So then now how did that work with the kids situation? It was a little tough. Okay. Um, it was a little tough because, I mean, my, me and my daughter are pretty close and she's only known her dad and she's never seen me date. Yeah. So I was very cautious of that. And I would say that my husband was very mindful. He knew how important she was to me. And, you know, so it, it worked out really great. I mean, she's super comfortable with him. I, I think initially it was just kind of, you know, you're you're introducing another man into your child's life. So I took the cue from her when she was ready and he was um, understanding enough that um, we were going to be sensitive to kind of what she was able. I do have to say her being older also made me feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't necessarily feel like I would have felt comfortable dating at a, when she was younger, but it was very clear. She was already like in junior high and she was like old enough. She was having her own life and had her, yeah, her own, stuff that she was interested in yes it wasn't you weren't having to do everything with her and be her so i feel like the timing of me dating taking the break for the three years and then the timing of it really worked out um and like i said you know i i was in a really good space um so when i went into dating it was very clear to me like this is going to be for fun yeah um it wasn't meant to find another partner um it was really just to have fun. And I was very clear on like what I wanted and what I didn't want. Um, and I wasn't going to apologize for it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the thing as women, we're, we're not trained, not trained. We're not given the, that key of not giving because it's zero fucks. But guys are trained to give zero fucks about stuff uh, all the time. Like even in business, more men lie about the skills that they have on a than, resume than a woman. And women are, yeah. women are like, no, I, I don't, 
if they, someone, they actually play it down. Yeah, they play down or they're like, don't even reach a little bit. I was like, oh my, I'm around a bunch of freshman boys. They tell me their stats all the time <laughs> yeah. about everything. The girls do not talk about their stats. They're not, that's not how they boast and talk about themselves. But men are very much trained to talk about themselves and like, this is what I want, this is what I need, da, da, da. And we're not trained there. So to change that. And I also think there was um, the millionaire's uh, mom's millionaire guide or something. I forget the title of the book. And she talked about being single and dating. She wanted she has sons to see them what a healthy dating life would look like. I'm like, yeah, that is important for me to find somebody who is treating me well that my daughter can see like this is how someone's supposed to treat you. And you just don't if you don't like something. You can say, yep, that's not for me and change it or Mm -hmm. whatever and not just be with somebody to be with somebody. Yeah, that's very important. I I don't know. For me, I think dating older in my 40s was is a lot more fun (laughs) than than when I was younger. Well, yeah, because now you've got a lot of that. Now you don't give an ass. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although I think some of the challenges and it, it was clear is obviously I'm in that older category. So like these men are obviously also have the, the pool of younger. But me, I didn't really concern myself with that because yeah. it was definitely up to you what your preferences were. Yeah. Um. So that never bothered me. No, I think there's something for everybody. Like yeah. and like how we were joking about Liza looking so much younger than she actually is. We're stuck in an era. We look all really good for our age, so we can slide around. It's not like, how do I say it? The Golden Girls, that show, they were in their 50s, maybe? I'm like, they were in their 50s? I thought they were way <laughs> older. Yes. They were? Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not like that. And we have those, I think, sometimes we joke around about my friends and I about those images and I'm like, oh, we look really great for age where we can kind of slide here and there. Because I'll tell you when I was doing my profile, I was like, shit, I'm putting 46 on here. That's old. Like, but I'm you a, look but, so good. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you look good, Debbie. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. But I mean, I was like, oh, that's a because they give you a range of, of women. Yeah. yeah. And then at first I was like, oh, you know what? I can pass for 36. So I'm going to put 36. And then, you know what? I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm not going to do that. And I actually had to call their their tech support <laughs> in order to change it. No, I, I'm not kidding you. Because originally I was like, I can't. Yeah. I, I was like, you know what? I, I'm 36. I don't want to put 46. Because I kind of felt, felt that was a kind of old. Like nobody's going to want me, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. But, but when I went to go try to change it, you can't. So you can't I change lit- your name. You can't change yeah, So name. I literally had to call tech support and put a ticket in in order for them to actually change it back to, to 46. Because I, I told myself, you know what? I'm not going to start this dating scene lying. Yeah, yeah. that's the part where um, that's where my friends were trying to at first. They're like, OK, don't put anything about that. You have a kid down, you know, let that burn a little bit because I was a little bit younger. Right. In my mid 30s. I was like. Uh, because I was the first one of my friend group to be divorced and everything. Like, how do I bring up I have a kid? Like, yeah, that was very hard and challenging for me because I didn't have anybody to really bounce those ideas off of and everything. And come to find out, like everybody, if they want to be with you, they're very cool about it. Like they are understanding or sometimes they're like, well, when are you free? And like, that's another hard question to answer. I'm like, well, this is my custody <laughs> schedule. And, da, 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 da. and they're like, uh, and I'm like, look, 
you know, at the time I had relatives that lived really close by and they love babysitting my daughter. So every once in a while I was like, do you want to watch my kids? Like, yeah, we totally do. So I could go out a little bit more and then they moved away and they were like, how's your day in life? And one of them was like, pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's crappy because you don't have any like true downtime. It's like, yeah, I have to pay for a babysitter yeah. to yeah. go out. And matching your adult schedule with somebody else is very complicated. Yes, because they might have responsibilities like the their kids. kids. So there was yeah. one guy, yeah, I he's like, oh, it looks like we have opposite weekends. Would you be willing still to date? And I was like, Oh, God, that's a lot to put on me. <laughs> Come to find out, like, you're not really my type. So yeah. that worked out a little bit better. But I knew one woman, her and her ex did have the opposite. I'm not her ex. Uh, her and her partner, boyfriend, had the opposite schedules, but they just had kids all the time. So they never had time away Wait. without the kids. And I'm like trying to explain that to your married friends about like, hey, you might have to give and take about certain things on your list. Because you're just trying to find somebody whose hours match yours. It's yeah. not in your 20s when you're all like no other responsibilities except work and trying that grind. It's you've got a responsibility 24 seven. Yeah. With yeah. your kids. So. Well, no, I mean, like, I am so glad that we talked about this because it kind of like it. It actually is fun. It can be fun dating yeah. in your 40s. I think we yeah. do need to talk more about it just so we make it normalized for more women that it doesn't have to be so depleting and exhausting but your life isn't over there's people out there, there. yes yeah. and i think that's yeah. another thing too because you're like oh my god i'm in my 40s and i have who's gonna want me who's gonna want kids no i i was super surprised that um the majority of people have obviously got their own you know stuff to deal with that is not a factor yeah. i mean like i know somebody who has you know four kids and she's yeah. yeah. Like that's not going to stop, you know, yeah. it doesn't stop like yeah. you from finding somebody or d even just dating, you know, um, does it make it a little bit more challenging? Probably, but it's not like yeah. nobody's going to want to talk to you. Yeah. Or I look at it like too, like there's top celebrities that are single moms, like Charlize Theron and that, <laughs> and she still has a hard time getting someone, someone because yeah. she's like my schedule and whatever. I'm like, Okay. We're all like in this together dealing about yeah. yeah dealing with something about it. I mean, it. the guy that I'm dating, he has no kids. He has a dog. <laughs> and I was nervous about telling him that I had kids. And he's like, so what? Like, there you go. There. I. Yep. Yeah. You know, I don't care. That doesn't matter to me. Yep. And I know uh, at least two relationships where um, the woman actually has kids and the, the guy that they're dating don't. Yeah. And they're totally fine with it. So. So one of my big questions is since we're moms here and we all have kids is having that conversation with your kids about you dating. Mm -hmm. um, so with me and I made sure for the longest time I try to hide it. It's, I have my, my kids are 23, 15 and four. Yeah, I was gonna say. Obviously the four year old, she doesn't know what it is. My 23 year old Haley um, actually saw her in July and she's an adult and we had an adult conversation about me dating. She was even like asking me about like my sex life and it, w it was weird, but I'm like, well, she's an adult, you mm -hmm. know? And, and that was great. She was fine with it. She's like, you know, I'm glad you're happy. You're, you're putting yourself out there. The 15 year old Ava was a little, yeah, little tough. I tried to hide it from her, but they're not stupid. No, you know, mom goes out, mom doesn't come home. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's something going no, on. They right? know. Yeah. They know your schedule. Yeah. And so I made sure before I even did this podcast, like I'm going to have sit down and have that conversation um, mm -hmm. with Ava and like, hey, I'm dating. How do you feel about it? Yep. 
are you okay? Like, I'm not planning on bringing anyone to your life right now. Just, mm-hmm. I'm, I want to keep it separate for a little bit. So, and she seemed to be okay with it. So um, I guess, how did you have that talk with Gianna? I've had, a try to have a number of talks with her because I- And how old, how old is she? She's 12. Okay. And I caught on that her dad was dating somebody, but he wasn't saying anything to her, but mm-hmm. kind of figured out. I'm like, hey, I think dad is dating somebody. And she's like, no. And then like a week later, I like crawled in her bed and we're like, snuggling this is a couple years ago and she's like okay mom you're right I'm like what am I right about at 7 a.m and she's like dad's dating someone I was like okay so he didn't ever really talk to me about it he just brought somebody into her life and he was calling her her special his special friend I was like um well that's on you but if this woman's gonna be around my daughter I would like to know I didn't get to have that conversation with him because he just brought her around and Mm -hmm. so I was just coaching my daughter about like hey you're more than welcome to ask questions, bring anything up. I don't want to. And then they broke up, but he didn't really explain it too well to my daughter. So I had to explain it, explain it. And I was like, I'm not even in this relationship. <laughs> and then for myself, like I went out, I go, hey, I went on a date. OK, I'm like, if ever you have questions, let me know. But they're really adaptable and really cool about it. Um, I've definitely had guys that have run into like out on the street, like say for a farmer's market or something. and when she was a lot smaller and she didn't really realize that we were dating or anything because it was still new. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I haven't brought you into the house to sit down and like have a meal or anything like that. So um, she's been very cool and chill about it until there's somebody serious. And why am I going to harp on it so much? Yeah. But I want her to know, like, I do go out and have, meet people and have a life outside. You have of, your yeah. mom time. Yeah. How yeah. about you, Debbie? And- uh, I could tell you Vanessa did not like it. Mm. She did not like it she didn't appreciate it um, how did you bring that the that, how did you yeah, bring, yeah um well it, it was like she kind of knew that i was going and out she was used to being you being single yes for three years yes right? so yeah. she knew i was going out um she knew i was going out she knew i was coming home late and obviously that's not the norm of what my normal schedule of like my schedule so she already knew something was up um and i think what ended up happening was we didn't necessarily talk about it, but she knew I was going out dating and having fun. And I don't necessarily just think it was dating. It was just more like mom's going out. She's having her her, her time. Um, when me and my husband started getting more serious, um, we did have a conversation in regards to to meeting him. And, you know, that I think my daughter in a way is is mature enough to realize like, yes you're a mom but you're also a woman and and you human being yeah you you have to she didn't like it but she knew she had to deal with it um because i think she's mature enough to realize that there's many different roles i play and one just kind of there's that me time so um she just i think in just general she just accepted it um but i think i'm just aware that it wasn't her if if it was me and her forever she would just be totally yeah, happy with that yeah. <laughs> yeah but she understands yeah yeah i think she understands she, she deals with it too so yeah. uh compromise yeah. yeah yeah so i have one more question that for you guys and i just want your opinion on because you know back in the days you're either somebody's girlfriend or you're not so nowadays we have labels, right? There's very so, great yeah, areas. there's friends with benefits, there's situationship, there is courting slash dating, and then there's relationship. 
So, Dominary, tell me what you think all four of those mean. Um, I think right now there's a spectrum of emotional involvement with somebody that that's what all those mean. And so there is people, it seems if you are both on the same page and have discussed, any of those are viable options for anybody. So if you want to be in a situationship. So what is a situationship? Situationship would be maybe you really haven't talked about your roles, but you're dating and maybe having a sexual relationship, but you are kind of hopeful that they want more, but you have no idea. Mm -hmm. Like you're both not there yet to put it out of what you want out of this. Friends with benefits is a mutual. Just Yeah. yeah, They're just. So do you date when you have friends with benefits? Like, what do you think about that, Debbie? Like, what do you think? Yeah. Like, do you go out on dates if you have a friends with benefits or is it just like somebody else? Yeah. Like you have a friends with benefits and then you're dating somebody else. If you have a friends, like somebody that you are friends with benefits with, Mm -hmm. are there any boundaries like with that? Are Are you you just open polyamorous? Everybody's in the open non-monogamous relationship. The way I look at it is, and I think again, it goes back to being older is that you can do whatever you want. If you, if we didn't, if we didn't have that Mm -hmm. conversation of being exclusive you there is no expectations like that's how I look at it like we're dating yeah if you decide to date or call or whatever that's up to you until we have that conversation of like being exclusive um there should in my mind should be no expectations that you're only seeing me and if you feel like you should be exclusive or you are being exclusive then I think it it's mindful for you to bring it up and just confirm it yeah. Right. I so think, I, I think that's like for me um, how I would tackle it, because, um, you know, like we're all mature adults. So like let's have that adult conversation. conversation. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's all right. I call it a check in with everybody. Like, yeah. OK, I'm a check in with you. Just see where you're at, because your opinions and feelings might change or over a couple months and the time and things yep. to see. So it's just like a check in, even though you've agreed upon whatever it might have changed. So to see that too, but there are so many variables now because of the online dating and there's so many people that bluntly ask for what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, You just really need to make sure you have your head wrapped around about what you want and stuff and not to get hooked in the drama and and the story in your own head about what's actually happening. Right. Yeah. My last thoughts on dating in your 40s, I think it can be great. Don't be afraid. Do what, it feels good to you yeah um and and take it from there i mean like we're all adults like you should take that as an opportunity i mean like i think as you get older you're just you don't have time to play games right right so that's the part that like i want to cut out is not playing games yeah my advice yeah is know your boundaries have your non-negotiables don't be afraid to put it out there and yeah. And, and it, it's OK to have boundaries. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's OK sure. to put it out there. And yeah. And so I have my last question for you, Don Marie, is right. where are you at now in your dating life? Okay. And do you have what is your advice? Uh, I'm at the point in my dating life where I'm pretty happy about seeing somebody right now and we're having very good conversations. I can't tell you where it's going to take me in a month, two months or anything, but I'm happy getting to know somebody. And I've reflected on with other people in the past and now I might have conversations with people I've dated in the past a little bit to gain some more insight about myself um but I kind of word it as the term like 
it's kind of weird to have a boyfriend and be this age or so I'm like, well, what do I want? I really want a passionate lover. That doesn't mean something just in the bedroom, but somebody we have busy lives. I can't say I want you in my house 24 seven being with me because now I've been alone for so long. I don't know what that would look like anymore. And I don't want to give over my personality to just serve you. Sort of like a lover, like very passionate, going out, doing things, relationship. Um, what advice I would give? I would say really hone in on your self and your personality and really figure out what you do want and how to enhance you. So if you're like, hey, I want to sit in bed and have chicken and a beer and find a guy, <laughs> have at it. If yes. you're like, hey, I need to get dolled up because that's going to make me feel good and go out and flirt, go flirt. If that's all you want, go do that. Yes. Yeah. And if you want to just go out and have a drink and make out with somebody, do that. Do that. Yes. Because you're all at different levels of need and want. And we're all very much givers. And like I said, we're moms. We have tabs open all the time, even though we're sitting here, we're probably thinking about where our kids are doing what we have to do <laughs> later. And the guys are central focus about their pleasure and their happiness. We need to take a page from them and just like a hundred percent what's going to make me happy um, and no longer be like, I'm not going to be the caretaker. Because look, other thing, too, we're all getting older. So my part is like, OK, well, do I want to be taking care of somebody who's never taken care of their health? Like, I got to think about that, too, because, yep, that's the next stage of life here a little <laughs> yeah. bit. We're having fun. But as we see with our parents and stuff, like I'm not trying to push you in a wheelchair. In yeah, not yeah. in the next so if you're somebody who doesn't even take care of your health and well-being, like, do I want to be with you either? Like, yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you so oh, no, much for you. joining us. Very this nice was meeting all of you. Great I feel episode. like we could talk about this I know, forever. It's you such guys, a good. You ladies yeah. have very good questions. Thank you, Don yeah. Marie. Oh, anytime. But thank yeah, you. let's do a follow-up episode in six months. Yes. Yeah, that would be fun. Maybe yeah. I'll have a ring on my finger. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll be pregnant. I don't know. <laughs> who knows? We'll be yes. going to Hawaii for a wedding. <laughs> there we go. Thank well, you, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah.